Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. A barrage of 50 rockets were launched from the Gaza Strip towards the southern city of Netivot on Tuesday, January 16th. The municipality in a statement to residents confirms instances of rocket impacts within the city, but notes that there are no report, reported injuries. This attack on Netivot marks the most substantial rocket barrage from Gaza in several weeks. The IDF have reported conducting significant series of airstrikes and artillery bombardments on Hezbollah sites located in Wadi Saluki in southern Lebanon. Israeli Air Force fighter jets and artillery units targeted numerous locations affiliated with the terrorist organization within a brief time frame. The strikes included observation posts, military structures, and various infrastructures used by Hezbollah. The IDF asserts that Hezbollah extensively utilizes the Wadi Saluki area for terrorist activities, with numerous concealed positions within the forested region. The IDF reported that the recent air raids in Gaza's southern city of Khan Yunus resulted in the death of two terrorists. The IDF stated that they targeted two weapons storage facilities and struck Hamas operational infrastructure in the same area. Additionally, in northern Gaza, the IDF claimed to have killed five terrorists who were attempting to locate weapons in an area where Israeli forces have been operating. Israel accused Hamas of engaging in psychological torture as the terror group released a series of videos featuring hostages in Gaza. The latest video suggests that two of the captives, Itai Sversky and Yossi Sharabi, have been killed in Gaza. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant stated that Hamas, facing significant challenges from the IDF, resorts to inflicting psychological torment on hostage families. The first video released on Sunday, January 14th, featured three hostages, including Noah Argamani, while the subsequent clip on Monday, January 15th, appeared to show the bodies of Itai Sversky and Yossi Sharabi. In the video, Argamani claimed that both men were killed by Israeli forces. However, the clarity of her statement is uncertain as the video is heavily edited with some of her words looped. A clash erupted along the southern border with Egypt when approximately 20 unidentified individuals, some of them armed, approached the boundary, as reported by the IDF on Monday, January 15th. According to IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, an Israeli soldier sustained minor injuries during the exchange of fire and was subsequently treated at the hospital, as disclosed in a social media update. Tuesday, January 16th, the IDF announced the deaths of two more soldiers, Rachman Lutzlan, bringing the death toll to 190 since the ground operation began. Number two. Former President Donald Trump securing a resounding victory in the Iowa caucuses on Monday, January 15th, leaving his rivals far behind and asserting a strong claim to the GOP's 2024 presidential nomination. Trump's win was poised to set a record for a contested Iowa Republican caucus with the margin of victory surpassing the nearly 13 percentage points achieved by Bob Dole in 1988. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis trailed far behind in second place, followed by former UN Ambassador and former Governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley. Despite challenging conditions including life-threatening cold and treacherous driving, caucus goers gathered in various locations across the state. Trump's well-organized campaign featuring a sophisticated digital and data operation, reflected a stark contract, contrast to his 2016 effort. His victory party showcased individuals wearing Trump caucus captain hats, 
symbolizing the organized effort to mobilize supporters. Looking beyond Iowa, Haley planned to vigorously compete in New Hampshire, targeting the state's independent voters ahead of the January 23rd primary. DeSantis, on the other hand, sets his, heights, his sights on South Carolina, a conservative stronghold where the February 24th con contest could prove pivotal. But just as a reminder, Nikki Haley was the former governor of South Carolina. While Iowa's predictive reliability for determining the Republican nominee has been inconsistent, Trump already shifted his focus to a potential general election showdown against President Joe Biden. Addressing supporters in Clive, Iowa, Trump criticized Biden's leadership, stating, quote, he is totally destroying our country, and expressing his concern about the nation's standing on the global stage. In related breaking news, businessman Vivek Ramaswamy has decided to suspend his Republican primary campaign after securing a distant fourth place in the Iowa caucuses. On Monday night, January 15th, Ramaswamy expressed, quote, we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. With the majority of the results tallied, he garnered 7.7% of the vote. Despite being a, bi a biotech company founder who invested significantly from his personal wealth into his Republican presidential bid, Ramaswamy struggled to position himself as a next-generation figure in the mold of Trump. In his announcement, Ramaswamy endorsed Trump and acknowledged the challenges faced during his campaign. Number three. Desperate Tesla owners in and around Chicago were seen trying to charge their vehicles with no luck amid frigid temperatures that have gripped the Midwest. Charging stations have essentially turned into car graveyards in recent days as temperatures have dropped to the negative double digits. Experts say that one of the issues with an EV is that it's not just a plug-and-go, as many think. Unlike gas cars, which simply get filled up with gasoline at the pump and can then be on their way in 10 minutes or less, EV owners need to precondition the battery of their cars before they can accept a charge. This means that you have to get the battery up to an optimal temperature first before the car can accept a fast charge, like the ones they have at the EV charging stations. Tesla and other EV manufacturers bury the small fact that cold weather can impact the ability of electric vehicles to charge properly somewhere deep in their manuals, particularly because many people living in areas with cold winters would think twice before purchasing an EV. Chicago Tesla owner Tyler Beard remarked to Fox News Chicago, quote, nothing, no juice, still on 0%, as he stood next to his Tesla at an Oak Brook, Illinois, Tesla supercharging station on Sunday afternoon, January 14th. This is after he waited three hours at the charging station for his car to, quote, thaw before attempting to begin to charge his car. Tyler Beard and several other Tesla owners are forced to abandon their EVs and hitch rides with friends and families to work after their cars refuse to charge. One Tesla owner, Kevin Sumrock in Chicago, told Fox News that he landed at Chicago O'Hare International Airport and found his Tesla dead and unable to start. He was forced to hire a flatbed tow truck to haul the vehicle to a working charging station where he had to blast the battery with hot air before it would begin charging. Tesla and other EV companies have thus far not reacted to the stories these owners have reported. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.